creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is a gorgeous piece of music called Run Against the Wind. It's taken from the Station Master, uh, which is a, a musical, a wartime musical, which is a bit of a ghost story as well. Uh, it's being performed by Telltales Productions at the Duchess Theatre this Wednesday, Wednesday the 14th to Saturday the 17th of December. And, uh, and we've got the man responsible for the musical uh, on the other end of this phone. And we're interrupting getting, so we're going we're to go as quick as we can. Um, so, uh, Mark, Mark Jennison Boyle, good morning, Mark. How are you? Morning, Kev. I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. In some ways, I'm quite grateful that you're interrupting me. So I'm, I'm letting the guys do all the, the all the heavy work, and I'm just sitting in the foyer of, of the Duchess, you know, chatting to you, which is marvellous. So thank you very much for the timing. It's great. Well, you know what? You, you're the boss, really, aren't you? So I mean, so you can do what <laughs> no, you no. just order them about. The director's the boss. The oh. director's the boss. And they call me the tea boy because I, I run around making everybody's tea man. So. Oh, Mark, could you run over here with a cup? I'm, I'm gasping now. <laughs> so maybe a bit too far today, I think, especially in it's this possible. weather. <laughs> now then, um, the station master. Um, I mean, t- tell us what it's all about because uh, it, it, it's, it's been a while coming, hasn't it? This production. It has been a while coming. So, so basically, we put a show on, and you might remember back, uh, Kev, back in 2018, we put a show on called That Journey's End. I do indeed, and, brilliant. Um, and and the, the guy that played the station master in that show is a chap called Kim Harris, and. Kim and I struck a friendship up together, and during lockdown, we decided we, we'd have a go at just doing a, a, a sort of a rewrite of that journey's end. But once we got into it, the, the story kind of led off in all sorts of different directions. We set it in a different historical context. So it's kind of not really the same show. It's a different show. Um, we, we, we've changed it to set it, as you said, during the wartime setting. And it is a ghost story. It's kind of quite hard to talk about it without kind of giving the plot away. So I'm going to be quite careful what I say. But essentially what we've, we've got is a, is a group of travellers who are on a um, railway station in Yorkshire. And they're all basically getting out of Europe. So they're all heading off to America. And as the, the, the play unfolds, we get to kind of hear about their backstories, what they're leaving behind and why they're heading off. And, and there's, there's some kind of quite interesting stories that, and, and that get revealed about the characters. And of course, what gets revealed during the show is the station master's own backstory, which is, a, you know, is completely new for this, for this production, which, you know, is really interesting. Um, so, you know, we hope that people enjoy it and get kind of taken along with it. Now, as I mentioned, the musical's been a while coming to fruition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and, and there's been a couple of rewrites. Why yeah. has it taken so long, um, you know, to, to get to the stage where we are at the moment? I think it's because I'm quite slow. You know, and I, and I do think... I, Mark, I, mean, I think, I think musical, you're a perfectionist. So you, That's what it is. I think but, you're a perfectionist. <laughs> I am a bit of a, a perfectionist, but I kind of think that's what a lot of you know, whether it's a film or a musical or whatever, they do take, you know, sometimes a decade or more to kind of get to the, the point where people feel they're ready. And I know that um, even something like, you know, Phantom of the Opera, you know, it kind of took took years and there were, I don't think Lloyd Webber has his own studio, doesn't he? Or, or his own theatre, I beg your pardon, and kind of ran a, yeah. a version of it and then rewrote it after that. So so I kind of think that's that's what it's like. And, and what... I think what we were quite keen to do leading up to this is we, we, we did put it in front of a number of people. So we kind of did little kind of workshops. And from there, you, you kind of think, oh, well, we've got it sorted now. And someone says, well, actually, you know, that, that's a bit incongruent. Why have you done that? Or actually, 
what about this? You know, so we did nick a couple of ideas off, off some friends of mine, which are very good. So uh, well, we won't give them any credit, of course, you know. But, uh, yeah, so I, I just think it's the nature of the beast and partly about me, yes, kind of taking a while to get things how I want them to be. Now, I know from your previous original musicals that, that the yeah. music is always really atmospheric and it's really stunning yeah. as well. What's the music? Yeah. I mean, we've had a little taste of it there with um, yeah. Run, Run Against yeah. the Wind. Um, yeah. So what's the rest of the soundtrack like? So, it, so it's a mixture. So we've got, I, there are some quite kind of, I, some of my music's kind of quite sweet and quite, romantic so there's there's certainly elements of that we've got some lovely duets and you know we've got some cracking singers in the cast so you know we we're kind of sitting in rehearsal and the, you know the hairs are standing up on the back of your neck the singing so beautiful um but we've also got some quite dark music and we've got quite a lot of underscore running through the piece a bit more like you know sort of a filmic approach to it where you've got a, a scene that kind of needs just something that's running underneath it that kind of helps set the atmosphere so we're hoping as well as the kind of kind of quite tuneful stuff we've got some atmospheric stuff and in terms of the arrangements it, 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 it's all kind of very orchestral so it's quite powerful there's lots of big string sounds and there's you know a few trombones and bassoons so it, you know it is a big sort of orchestral sound that we've that we've got going on so i think that should really fill the theater now, every time that I've been to, to sort of see one of your productions, the, and again, back to the music, it always has a, a, at least one or two songs in there with like a really Celtic feel. Um, right. Have, yeah. have, yeah. We, have we got a little bit of Celtic in the sta- uh, Station Master? We have, yeah. We've got, so one of the characters is um, a chap called Brody, and he's an, he's an Irishman, and like the others, he's off, he's off to America, and he's got his own backstory which is quite a dark backstory actually and he does um a solo song um which is called life i'm coming for you which is it's actually a very upbeat song and it's sung by a chap called phil deacon who does it you know really does it justice and that you know it's got a real nice sort of celtic celtic feel to it yeah oh we, we which don't... is you know my my background i you know you, you might guess from the name boy yes. there is some <laughs> irish ancestry in there somewhere we know phil well we know what a voice he's got yes um, oh yeah, so, tremendous! Yeah, and, tremendous. Boy. And you yeah. have got some amazing singers in there, and some brilliant accents yes. as well. Yeah, um, yeah, tell, yeah. Tell us a little bit about the cast. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, and I think it because we're not a big company, we're not well known. I think we have to work quite hard, really, to get a cast. But we we kind of set out, you know, our still say we 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 really want to do the piece justice. So we really, you know, targeted some, you know, some uh, quite big players. Locally, you know, so we've got, you know, Graham Buchanan, Sandy Lane, Hilary Lane, um, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So we've, we've, we've got a really strong, really strong cast, you know, and, and that, you know, it's acting as well as singing. And that's always the, the challenging musical theatre, isn't it? That, that you want people who can, can cover both of those bases. Um, but, you know, so that was important to us. And I think, you know, we feel really lucky with the, the cast that, that we've got and that have committed to, a, you know, a, a pretty small company that is basically just myself and, and Kim Harris kind of running around and trying to do everything. So, yeah, we're very lucky, I think. OK, tell us a little bit about Kim. Who's Kim? So Kim Harris, um, he's, he's a, a local actor. Um, so he was involved in the setting up of four blokes theatre company which a lot of people will will know uh, going back so him and his wife Julia um so Kim's been in loads and loads of productions but he only started writing recently with me so we did a production in 2020 which was an 80s themed production called Paradise Moon and that was the first time that Kim had written I think so that was that was really good 
and you know as as a as a partnership we we get on really well you know we 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 sort of fall out sometimes and we have different perspectives and we 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 occasionally resort to shouting at each other a little bit but we always kind of you know come back together and we're you know we're really solid and i think that's so important in any kind of when you're doing something that's kind of a bit stressful like this where you know you you you, you want to kind of make the best of everything you know we, we've we've kind of maintained a really solid friendship throughout this which has you know been really important i think in, in sort of seeing it through to this stage so he's a top blow i mean he's, he's a cockney but we won't hold that against him <laughs> i think sometimes you know when people are writing together um whether it be music or, or sort of books theater or whatever it is a little bit like a marriage so you know when you yeah. say you're shouting at each yeah. other and everything it does remind you yeah. of a man and wife i'm not going to say which is the yeah. man and which is the wife in there but uh, never mind um <laughs> let's move swiftly on tell us a little bit about tall tales productions Yes, so Tall Tales is just me and Kim, really. So this is this is only our second production. You know, it's a it sounds it sounds grand to have a theatre company, but it, it's just me and Kim sort of doing. And and it's funny when we did the last production, Paradise Moon, we said if we ever do this again, we must we mustn't try and do everything ourselves. We must bring other people on board. And of course, we we kind of gone and done the same thing, really. So so you know, we we we've managed most things. I mean, Kim's putting the set together now that he's he's built himself and. You know, we, we've sort of been managing the publicity. But, it, I mean, the good thing is that cast start to come on board. So with things like costumes, et cetera, they've kind of got involved and, and, and helped where they can. But, uh, yeah, so just Tall Tales is just me and Kim. Now, people who uh, sort of, if they sort of listen and, uh, you know, we, we say it's a, it's a ghost story, it's set in the wartime, yeah. it's a yeah. you know, sort of yeah. station and everything, they're, they're going to sort of think a little bit of um, Arnold Ridley's Ghost Train. What yeah. is the difference between that and the Station Master? Apart from this, of course, being a brilliant musical. This is a brilliant musical, and I'm trying to think: Do I know Arnold Ridley's Ghost Train? <laughs> so you've slightly put me on the spot there. Um, I, I think I think what you get with the Station Master is you you get the gradual unraveling of people's backstories and where they've come from, and 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 of course you've got the kind of ghostly element, which I'm not going to kind of. Do, do a plot spoiler, oh, and no, I suppose no. what 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 I would say with this, it, although it, you know, there's a bit of you know a bit of spine chilling in place. It's not it's not a horror story. You know, it's more of a moving, more of a romantic thing in some ways. Um, so you know, we're not setting out to scare people. We're setting out to <laughs> to move people, and and you know, maybe people feel they're a little bit uncomfortable in places, but it's not a scary story as such. Well, I'll tell you what, what would Christmas be without a ghost story? You know, that, Absolutely. That, Absolutely. It, it's the ideal thing to go and see yeah. on a cold, yeah. wintry night. Yeah. Um, in just, a lovely, warm Duchess Theatre. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. sit and enjoy yeah. some brilliant music and a wonderful yeah. story yeah. Um, as well. Uh, where can people get tickets um, from to come and so see? So if you go on to Ticket Source, um, the, you'll quickly find the station master site and you can, you can buy tickets. Um, so, um, I mean, it's selling really well Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's quite a lot of seats left for next Saturday. So we're hoping that, that that will pick up. So, yeah, get yourself onto Ticket Source. Or, go on, you know, if you find the Duchess Facebook page, you'll be able to get through there as well. And, uh, well, I was going to say they could come down on Saturday, but no, it's, it's next week. It's Wednesday the 14th, so they can't yeah, come so down Yeah, we're starting on, on Wednesday. And, and, and actually, if, if people want to turn up, you know, just just check the seats available. But you know, I think I think you will be able to turn up on the night and and, and get in as well. 
um, bring, bring some cash with you, obviously. And of course, there is the Saturday matinee at half past two, so people yes. could come to the uh, yeah. to the Saturday yeah. uh, coffee they morning. They can come to Saturday invite. matinee, and they can they can get a bit of shopping in at, at Long Eaton uh, beforehand as well, or afterwards. There you go. What a brilliant weekend leading up to Christmas. Eh? So <laughs> great stuff, Mark. I'm yeah. going to let you get back to uh, to getting in, getting the get in in. <laughs> right, so you I've got to go and do some work, is that what you mean? I could pretend that this interview's still going on, couldn't I, really? We yeah. could do, yeah, and go make another cup of tea and yeah. Yeah, yeah. grab a biscuit or something. Spread it out another five, ten minutes at least. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, th- I think yeah. so, yeah. So. Well, thank you very much for having me on, I really appreciate it, thank it, you. It's been my pleasure and lovely to see yeah. you. Uh, when was it? A yeah. couple yeah. of months ago, wasn't it, now? Time yes. flies so yeah, fast. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I shall see you down there, I think, on Wednesday. Wednesday I'm see you on Wednesday. I yeah, will see you on Wednesday. Wednesday. So, thanks, Mark, and uh, I'll let you get back to it. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, Mark. Bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 